Greetings Earthlings, today I'm back with a review of a brand new USB condenser microphone from Mackie. That microphone is the EM-USB, and if you are interested in this microphone, it will cost you around $150. Like always, I'll throw some links down below. And for this review, I have the microphone connected directly to my Mac. The gain on the computer is set at 25%, and the gain on the microphone is set at around 10 o'clock or 10.30. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may boost it in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now let's talk about what comes in the box. Swish, bro! Dude, I should play basketball. That was tight. Of course, you are going to get the microphone, a microphone mount, but no 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, a pretty sturdy and nice desktop stand that kind of resembles the blue snowball microphone stand, a USB-C to USB-A cable, and some documentation as well as a few pieces of free software. Then as far as the build quality, it doesn't feel bad at all. It has an all-metal body as well as a metal mesh grill. The grill does have a bit of give to it, but nothing out of the ordinary. The dials have very little wobble to them, very great feeling there. And the mute button has a nice tactile click to it, so you know when it's been depressed, just like me. <laughs> and it's manufactured in China. On the front of the microphone, you will find a headphone volume control, you'll find a microphone gain control, you'll find a microphone mute button, as well as a light to indicate whether or not the microphone is live or if it is muted. There are no other features as you move around the microphone, but on the bottom, you will find a USB-C port, which is great to see, and then you'll find a 3.5mm headphone jack, which does not offer zero latency monitoring. And I'm just realizing I'm wearing my headphones. I'm not listening to anything. This is weird now. You can see my deformed ears. Oh no. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 30 hertz to 18 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 32 dB, a max SPL of 130 dB, a bit depth of 16 bit, and a sample rate of up to 48 kilohertz. Now I am spinning around the EM-USB to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. Here's what it sounds like from the rear. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle. And then we will rotate and end at the front of the microphone. Now let's go ahead and see how well this microphone does at rejecting plosives. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring scary pizza pronto, please. Now I am right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect on this thing. About three inches off with the mic pointed at the corner of my mouth and here is how it sounds. About one foot away from the microphone, two feet away from the microphone, about four feet away from the microphone, and about eight feet away from the microphone. You gotta fear him, he's gonna sniff ya. He's gonna give you a big ol' sniff. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for you elite gamers, now I am typing on the sad W keys. Here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room.
Now I want to demonstrate why I don't typically recommend using one of the provided desktop stands. I will place this directly on the desk in front of me. I will bump the desk so you can see how much of that noise it picks up. I will go ahead and type on the keyboard. Here's how much of that it picks up. And now I'll throw it on the boom arm so you can hear how it performs in that situation. And now I have the microphone set up on a boom arm. I'll go ahead and tap the desk. This is how much of that noise it picks up. I'll go ahead and click on the keyboard. It's how much of that noise it picks up. There you go. That is why I recommend getting a microphone off of a desktop stand and onto a boom arm farther away from all the noise generating sources. Now I'll go ahead and hit the mute button so you can see what kind of noise is generated when the mute is activated. I will go ahead and continue talking and when I pressed it. It looks like there's a very loud and pronounced popping or clicking when the button is unpressed. It looks like there's a very loud noise. There you go. That's the microphone mute button test noise test. About 12 o'clock on the microphone. About 3 o'clock on the microphone. And about 100% on the microphone. Now I want to do a very quick comparison between the Mackie and a couple of other USB microphones on the market. This is not going to be an exhaustive list. I just want to provide a little bit of context about how this mic compares against some equally priced USB options. Of course, we are going to start on the Mackie EM-USB. I am six inches away from this thing. The gain on the microphone is set at around 1030. Gain on the computer is set at 25%, and here is how the audio sounds. Let's jump to the first mic and compare it to that. Now I am on the Rode NT-USB Mini. This is a $100 USB condenser microphone, six inches off. This only has a gain control on the computer, which is set to 40%, and here is how the audio sounds. Make sure to check the lower third to see how much I boosted it in post, but here's how it compares to the Mackie. Very cool. Let's jump back to the Mackie. Back on the Mackie USB again, and here's how it sounds. I am just including this to cleanse your palate, let you hear how this sounds before we jump to another one. Let's go ahead and compare it to another USB microphone. Now I am on the Blue Yeti Nano, which is a $100 multi-pattern USB condenser microphone only as cardioid and omni, but I am on the cardioid mode. On my computer, my gain is set to around 30%, no gain control on the microphone, and here is how this sounds compared to a $150 USB condenser microphone from Mackie. And we are back on the Mackie one last time so you can hear how this microphone sounds before we jump to another one and compare it to another USB microphone. And lastly, I am on the Blue Yeti Classic Cardioid Polar Pattern. 
Gain on the microphone is set to around 1030 or 11. Gain on the computer is set to 69, Lamau. And here is how the microphone sounds. This goes for $130, a lot more polar patterns and a lot more control over the sound and you have zero latency monitoring. But here is how $130 sounds compared to 150 bucks from Mackie. Let me know in the comments down below which one of these microphones you like the best, the Mackie, the Blue Yeti, the Blue Yeti Nano, or the Rode NT-USB Mini. Let me know down below. Then when we look at latency, with the sample rate set as high as it will go at 48 kilohertz and an I.O. buffer size of 64 samples, we have an 8.5 millisecond round trip latency or 4 millisecond output latency. At 128 samples, we have 11 milliseconds round trip or 5 milliseconds output. And when we jump up to 256 samples, we have 16.5 milliseconds round trip or 8 milliseconds output. Halloween again, but I don't have any scary friends. I'd rather watch a horror film alone, but I've gotta test this microphone. Honestly, I'm not kidding. I just got this amazing box set of Friday the 13th. I want to sit down and watch all of it. I don't want to be doing this. I'm not kidding. Alright, I'm just gonna come right out and say it. This microphone confuses me. I am confused. But first up, in terms of pros, given the price and the fact that it's a USB microphone, I find the more neutral sound of it pretty pleasing and impressive. I also like that it's USB-C, the build quality feels pretty good, and there don't seem to be any unnecessary features, but there aren't some necessary features either. Then we get to cons, and as I just mentioned, there are some necessary features that are missing. First one being there is no form of metering on the microphone. The light on the front doesn't seem to change with different levels that you hit. And most importantly, there is no form of zero latency monitoring. So if you want to hear what you're putting into the microphone in real time, you're out of luck. And now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone? On the electric guitar, I liked it for the most part. The lows were pretty controlled, the mids were unoffensive, not too recessed, and the top end was pretty good, but it did seem to get a little bit piercing at times, and it wouldn't be my first choice because of that. Then on the acoustic guitar, it could do with a little bit of EQ in the low end to control it a little bit more, but the thing that I really enjoyed about it was the upper end. It had this really nice shimmer to it and captured a lot of really nice detail on the acoustic. So for some at-home recordings, I would absolutely use it for the acoustic. 
Next up for singing, I really wasn't too keen on this microphone for that application. I thought it came across as just a little bit too artificial sounding, especially in the upper frequencies. If you just have this microphone and you're recording at home, I'm sure you're going to be able to get a decent sounding recording. It's just not something that I would reach for in that use case. And lastly, for spoken word, to sound like a cool kid, I was shook. Is that how the phrase goes? I don't know. I really enjoyed it for spoken word, especially compared to the other microphones that I threw against it. It had a controlled but full low end. The mids were not overly nasally. It didn't sound scooped. It didn't sound way too forward. And the top end wasn't over boosted. It wasn't too shiny sounding. It wasn't top heavy. All around, a very impressive sound for spoken word, especially at the $150 price point. So would I recommend this microphone? Here is where I'm confused. Kind of. If you're somebody who doesn't like hearing themselves and you do not want to hear what you're putting into the microphone and you're looking for a good spoken word plug and play mic, absolutely I would recommend it because I think it sounds really great. But conversely, if you're somebody who actually wants to hear what you're recording, you want low latency or zero latency so you can hear and to make sure you're not clipping, you're not capturing too much background noise, then no, I would not recommend it because there is no way to monitor with zero latency. That really becomes an issue if you're streaming, if you're in Discord, if you're in a Skype call, if you're podcasting and you don't have a DAW open then you have no way to monitor what you're recording. It's going to make it very difficult to ensure that you're getting the best sound that you can. And because of that, I would not recommend it if you are somebody who wants to actually monitor what you're recording. All right, I think that's going to wrap up for today, but I am going to make a request of you like I always do. Let me know in the comments down below which of the microphones that I compared did you like the best, the Mackie, the Rode, the Blue Yeti Nano, or the blue yeti big boy let me know in the comments down below if you found this video fun interesting or helpful go ahead and give me a thumbs up hated it thumbs down want more videos go ahead and subscribe click that logo down beneath me and don't forget to hit that bell icon if you want to hang out in the discord server even though they hate me go ahead and check out podcastage.com discord and if you want to support the channel and become one of these beautiful amazing people over here you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the five dollar tier or higher it really does help me continue to bring you these videos and keep me motivated to keep making videos when i definitely don't want to and i'd much rather be watching friday the 13th so thank all of the members thank them They're why I'm making this video. Until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you later. Bye.